Sean, lovely to see you again. Haven't seen you for a long time, actually. It's been a while, Jeff. It's been a while. I, I, I think um, it's probably uh, one of the dive shows which probably don't exist anymore. No, you know, fingers crossed um, they will come back. But um, it's an interesting subject to start on because I think the industry is crying out for them to to amalgamate in some way, which we know is a big ask. But um, it's it's such a fragmented industry as it is. It would be lovely to try and get us all under one roof. But, you know, it's a, it's a tough question. And only the, the guys who organise the shows can answer that. Yeah, indeed. I mean, even before COVID, the... Um the attendance seemed to be dropping quite markedly. And now with COVID, of course, it's non-existent. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we've always had a, a great time at the shows, mainly the ones that, that Diver ran. Um, but you're right, they were beginning to, to dwindle as time went on. And um, we've sort of like mentioned our concerns to Diver over, over the years to try and um, reinvent a few things. And obviously the guys at um, Scuba Diver were trying to have a go and, and reinvent the show and they were doing a, a fairly good job. But again, we and it's difficult and we don't want to be hypocrites here because it's like somebody asking us to get into bed with another dry suit manufacturer. But the industry's crying out for some kind of cohesion. And if the show, the guys that organize the show could get together and pull it all under one roof one show one message you know from a manufacturer and an exhibitor's point of view it would be absolutely awesome because um you're you're taking away a huge amount of the risk yeah yes of course well um let's hope we have a brighter future in the in the next year and, and so on yeah 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 you're you're actually based in portland yeah beautiful dorset looking yeah, at the window yeah. now, looking at chesil beach oh Fantastic. Yeah, we're very, very lucky. How are you managing with the COVID issue down there? Are you uh, are you remaining open? No, you know, as with you know the government guidelines, we we tie in our openings with what the government's saying at the moment. Where the shop is closed. Having said that, you know the the phones are being answered. The workshop is still functioning, with you know adhering to all the guidelines that all of us are so aware of at the moment. But um. We were able to open the shop back in last summer um, carefully. But, you know, to be honest, we've been very, very lucky, very fortunate. You know, we haven't been kicked where it hurts um, as a, from a business point of view at this moment in time. So fingers crossed 2021 will be this, this, the same. Yeah, indeed. Uh, tell me, uh, 03 uh how did, how did it come about and, and why oh three it's quite an interesting name really um it's it is a it's a long story i used to work for and some older people out there will remember these people uh the paris paris dive shop subaquatics which um ron and joy paris started in the late 50s um, they had a shop in weymouth and opened a shop on portland as well and they're running the two at one time and luckily you know i wasn't great at school i was okay on the practical side of things but they took me under their wing and i learned to you know pump air they had two massive william and james's compressors 35 cubic foot per minute they used to blast almost 
eight, 10 hours a day back in the heyday of, of diving. So I learned how to put suits together with those guys. Um, Kevin and Ian took the business on after Ron and Joy took a step backwards. But what they've given me is that fantastic link into the past of, you know, teaching people to dive in Portland Harbour back in the, the mid-50s when it was all really in its infancy. Um, and, you know, back then the manufacturing was, was all used with British neoprene. Um, sadly, they're all gone now. Um, so I think I was with them for five or six years, decided to go traveling, came back, said to a bunch of mates, I was going to go into double glazing. Um, they all said to me, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. You've got to start sticking suits together again. So although I knew many of the aspects, um, there were several aspects I didn't know, but I got my head down, started 03 and the name come from my father-in-law. Um, I wanted a name that was, um, didn't really mean anything. All the otter, you know, a lot of the names have been done. Um, but back at the time, we were all very conscious of ozone that was coming as we are now, but ozone was very much the buzzword. And that was a word, that, a name that stuck with me, but it didn't quite fit, fit didn't feel comfortable with it. And my father-in-law said, what about O3? Uh, I didn't have a clue. He said, that's a chemical sign for ozone. So there you go, it stuck. Yeah, well, it's a good name. It's, it's, it's a very definite name. It's not one you forget, that's for sure. Yeah, and I guess, yeah. I guess materials for, for suits and everything else has changed drastically since the early days. Yeah, um, again, stories that Ron and Joy used to tell. Um, they used to buy their neoprene from Australia. They used to laminate it with nylons from Woolworths, with Evo stick. You know, the, the place used to stink to high heaven. Um, but all those, all those days are gone now. And, and sadly the two or three British neoprene manufacturers we had, they've all gone and it is very much dominated by, um, the, the guys in Asia, the, the money that they invest in neoprene and, you know, they're, they're cleaning their act up as well. There's much more, less use of chloroprene now. And the, the solvents they use are, are really, really getting pushed out. And I would have probably in the next 18 months, two years, solvent-based lamination will be a thing of the past. So, um, and, and neoprene quality and consistency has is, is moved on in leaps and bounds. So on that sort of, on that sort of vein, um, do you address conservation, sustainability, recycling? It's, um, yes, we do. Um, we do what we can. Um, as a company um, but when the raw product up until probably two years ago was what it was um, you've got to make do and it's still a very um, it's an interesting subject because we're very mindful with these new technologies that they're using to to, to stop the use of ozone damaging gases and all the rest of it we've still got to make sure the product's going to last you know divers the best will in the world they do want at least 10 years out of a dry suit if these new neoprenes are not lasting anywhere near that is it a false economy you know is that going to add more damage and destruction by making two or three suits in that 10 years when you you know we've got dry suits out there that are over 20 years old still being dived today 
So the carbon footprint, the damage that that suit had on the planet, arguably you'd say is, is less damaging than a suit that's only going to last three or four years. But time will tell. Fingers crossed these, these new neoprenes, these new processes will stand the test of time and um, we'll all be better for it. Yeah, indeed. Good, good point. Good point. I'm just looking at your um, website. Uh, I have to say it's very stylish. It, it's um, uh, lovely. And I'm just looking at the, uh, the, the dry suit page and, and you've got the lovely waving seaweed behind the images and everything. Uh, it's, it stands out really well. Do you get into the design of um, we, products we've, suits? We've got a guy um, who I've worked with for years um, and thankfully several years ago he agreed to come on with us, um, not full time, but, but nearly. He has other things he, he gets up to and we work very closely together. We're very... Um, Although we are outward looking, we're still f very aware that we are a, a British company. You know, the bulk of ourselves come from the UK and we, we love the blue water diving, but we wanted to make sure that the website reflected British diving where we could. Um, and, um, you know, that's, that's top of our priorities on the, on the website. Do, do you have outlets throughout the rest of the world or, or is it solely we, here in the UK? We've, to be honest, in recent years, we were making progress in that area, but um, always a dilemma now how much to, of detail to go into. We have stepped back from third-party suppliers, shall we say, um, and been as diplomatic as I can. We were always a manufacturer that sold direct, and selling to third parties came a little bit later. Um, some of the guys did a good job. Some of the guys didn't do a good job, to be fair. But us as a company were always still adamant that we should support our customers no matter where they come from. Um, and cut a long story short, to do that to the best of our ability, we've brought much of it back in-house, definitely within the UK. We've got a, um, Chris and Polly over at Crystal Seas on the East Coast, over in Anglia, Anglia. they do a brilliant job for us, um, as do Bristol Channel Diving Services. And we keep it fairly tight. We're working more on referral basis now. Um, so people who are movers and shakers, influencers, the word now, um, we try and get involved with those guys. And we'd rather sell less suits and sell them properly than sell more suits and sell them badly. And overseas, again, we've, we're looking for influencers. Um, Josh, who works with us, he's been with us like 13 years. He's got involved with a guy in the US who I think my numbers might be wrong, but he had something like a, a couple of thousand um, viewers on his Instagram and uh, social media. Now he's up to like 200,000 in, in just 12 months. And he's doing a great job for us. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, phenomenal. Yeah, that is, that is. Again, looking at, at your site, I see there's a lot, and I mean a lot, of celebrities who are wearing 03, um, which is quite an achievement. It, it, yeah. it's, it's really nice. It's 
what's the secret bit well don't give me your secrets but is that is that is that branding is that quality is that pr i mean how do you get so many people to support your suits i mean again we've got to give credit where credit's due um a guy called richard bull bully hire bully if you're watching this at some point he's very well known in the industry he's retired now um but again back in the day um even before 03 was created, which is we're coming into our 32nd year now, he was a customer of the Paris, um, very much involved with underwater photography um, and videography and filming. And I'm not sure whether it was in those days, but very soon after, um, he became um, a safety expert for the BBC, amongst other um, film companies. And he used to give us a nod and say, oh, so-and-so's happening. This is happening. Yet some of those suits are product placements. You know, there's no money exchanged hands, but a vast majority of them, there is a budget there. And because of Bully, he's put us um, at the forefront, shall we say, when people start to decide which suits they should get into. But in more recent years, well, say the last 15, 16 years, because we've had a good in off the back of Bully, a lot of companies, a lot of film companies will ring us up anyway and say, you know, we're doing this, we're doing that. And it's been, um, it's been one of the best things we've ever done, to be honest. Yeah, it shows. I mean, it's, it's, the 03 name comes up all the time uh, when, I, when I watch presenters uh, in their suits. It's great stuff. Yeah. And I see you do um, a free home fitting service. I mean, how does that work? Well, again, we, we've always, I say we've always done it. We've done it, not quite as um, in the numbers that we're doing it now, obviously, more relevant now than ever because of COVID and the shop being closed and people not being able to travel. But basically, um, it's built into the price on most of our suits and we'll ship a suit to them, um, to people, maybe two suits if they're an odd size and try and recreate what we do in the shop in their own home um talk through the first of all talk through how to get the suit on see how the fit is talk through any adjustments that might be needed the suit comes back to us we carry out those adjustments and then send it back to them and that's that's all included in the price of the suit that is amazing so you pay for the suit to go both ways Yes, through our three ways essentially up there and, ways, yes. and up to the people up to the customer again and um within the united kingdom you know mainland that that's been working brilliantly excellent you, even, sorry to interrupt sorry, no, 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 go ahead. we're even doing it um you know we've got really getting a good little foothold little niches in in the u.s now and We've shipped many suits over there. People see the value in it. They're, they're paying a little bit more of a premium to get the suits shipped over there. But, you know, it saves so much hassle just to make sure, you know, some of these guys are underwater for a long time in some pretty cold, harsh environments. And if something's not quite right, it's going to irk them. So it's, it's worth that little bit extra. And so it's been quite successful overseas as well. Yeah, indeed. You dive yourself, I assume. Yeah, again, yeah. A, a little bit like you, not doing as much as I should be doing now. Things take over, but um, 
Um, should be skiing this week, actually. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, still just keeping my hand in. And um, Marcus, my business partner, keeps giving me a poke because he's uh, more actively diving than I am. But um, who knows? Twenty twenty one, I might I might break double figures again <laughs> in number of dives, not depths of water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just can't wait to get back in properly. Uh, it's it's been a long time. Yeah. Oh, three. Um, what else do you produce other than suits? Uh, that's a good question. Um, someone I used to lose sleep over many, many years ago, but you know, a good friend of mine years and years ago said, focus, focus on what you do best. So it is suits, um, neoprene accessories. Uh, we make base layers. Um, we have a, some nice little bits and pieces that we do utilizing neoprene and what we know about neoprene for um i'm not going to divulge but very interesting little quirky things that we do in the background work which are uh, adds nicely to the bottom line shall we say but generally dry suits wetsuits neoprene accessories that, that's what we do that's what we're known for yeah, indeed sure Thank you for taking time to talk to us. It's been uh, uh, brilliant listening to you. Um, fingers crossed that you can open up again this year. Yeah. I mean, yeah. nothing's for sure. I mean, it's not all um, doom and gloom, like I said. We, we, we know how tough it is out there at the moment. You know, diving industry is not at a great, a great time. We've been very lucky. And, you know, COVID is not affected us as badly as we know it has as some companies and um you know we're we're optimistic excellent sean once again thank you and um hopefully we'll meet up sometime sometime soon cheers jeff take it take care nice to talk to you you too bye now cheers <laughs>